1: We all agree, right? Yes. Also, hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Ups and Downs, the show that never ends. Because wrestling decides to just keep going and throwing up content into our face. in a couple of months, we have a brand new AEW show. I will. Never sleep again. But yes, this week's episode of Ring of Honor did kick off with our Withermans champion, and she was taking on Lady Frost in one of these Proving Ground matches. Now, Athena is totally obsessed with these, but I'm not surprised every time she's in one, she wins, and I do think it's going to tie into a little bit of a story. Frost also tried to use her flippy skills to begin with, so Athena just cracked her right in the skull. But that's when Milady was like, well, if you're going to do that to me, I'm going to do that back to you and she thumped her. Athena did not take kindly to this at all, though, because she broke her back. And don't tell me she didn't do that she hit a backbreaker. It really was back and forth stuff, though, with Frost also getting a cannonball in the corner. And when they were tussling on the top, it was the lady that was getting the upper hand. And I started to think, well, I suppose, because Athena has had so many of these fights, maybe she does need to lose one. And that is going to happen, probably to Sky Blue. I didn't say anything, but it definitely didn't happen here. Because even though Frost was able to hit this awesome, big old corkscrew moonsault, eventually, (laughs) Athena just got back up off the floor, and went slam, (laughs) and punched her right in the chin. Down she went, one, two, three. And because Athena is an absolute goober, she then took that title, and she whacked it right into her face. She is an amazing champion though, and I actually look forward to see what she is gonna do next, which again, we do find out later. Up. The Kingdom then were part of a big video package where they were like, we don't think we've got enough opportunities in Ring of Honor, and we hate all of these teams that we've been feuding with. It's a bit like, <laughs> you're on the show every damn week, maybe you shouldn't complain so much. It's also when Princeton, Varnes, and Roosh turned up on ROH TV, so I was like, <laughs> there you go, and they were taking on the infantry. Now, I really like Sean Dean and Charlie Bravo, and these guys did have a good match, And the only reason it made me feel a little bit sad in my tum-tum is because this fight, the next fight, and the fight after that, well, they just zoomed by. And I kind of feel like all the winners were a little bit telegraphed. And there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes you do just want to have just a teeny tiny element of surprise. Maybe on this week's episode of TV, we didn't get it. We really are trying to sell Preston as the big man, though, and turn him into some kind of big man slapping man meat machine. And he wanted to get the win after about eight seconds here because he was going for the full Nelson Slam. This is when the infantry tried to help each other out, but Russ was like, "Uh, no, we don't want that. And basically he hit the bull horse and they just won. Like, it's only a few minutes long, and it was entertaining, but I was a little bit surprised. This really did go faster than my hairline, but look, I did have a good time, so I am going to give it an up. I think we should be doing way more with the inventory, but that's a different conversation for a different day. I do have something else to say about this, so we'll double back around in just a sec. Because right after this, we got Mookie Summers and Joe Ocasio, who have two of the best wrestling names I've ever heard, taking on the best friends, I kid you not... We kind of did it again. Now, it makes sense why we did do it again, because, you know, it was Chuck and Trent, and they're on AEW Dynamite, so they're the big old stars. But while we did have some competitive stuff here, eventually the superpowers are like, now we don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> they got the one, two, three. It came after the hit stereo pile drivers, and then Taylor hit his big old knee. But I was just a bit like, what the hell is going on here? Like, wouldn't it have been great if the nobody, so to speak, would have got the victory? I mean actually no (laughs) because again I really like the best friends but look I'm going to give it an up we get to the next match then I'll explain because then it was Brian Cage versus Leo Ruffin now I'm massively biased towards this because Brian Cage is mega jacked so I like him straight away plus he's really good and man Leo Ruffin he has been excellent since NXT he totally gets it now this one should have been a total squash but actually they had some fun here especially when Leo busted out this DDT when Cage was going for the F10 and look He was never going to get the pinfall, but he got a massive reaction when he tried. Most of it was coming from me. I was so damn excited because, again, what do we just talk about? He also hit this car, which got another excellent near fall where Brian was like, I'm sick of you. You are pissing me off. So we hit this powerbomb knee thing that looked horrible. And then he applied this submission. I was terrified for Ruffin. You've seen him, right? He's quite slight. I actually thought it was going to be broken in half. I do have to say, though, the small flurry by the smaller man made this more than watchable, so it is going to get an up. But yeah, now I'm going to tie it in. It was the third match in a trio of matches where you were like, that guy's going to win, this guy's going to win, that guy's going to win. It was just so damn obvious. I think sometimes you need to look at the card and separate things just a little bit. I think we could have had a bit more fun here. It's Ring of Honor television. If you want to have somebody random win, you should do it. Why the flub not? And just because of that, I'm giving it a down. And is that somewhat of a lame down? Yes. But what are you going to do about it? Moan at me? <laughs> you, you do that anyway. Hey, Mel. Brian here. Got to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty.
0: Daddy. Hey, Mikey. If you're going to puke, find
1: the popcorn bowl.
0: Slash Wrestling. Wait.
1: The Dark Order were back on Ring of Honor after this. And they basically come in waves because this time it was Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Never going to get mad at that. They were also taking on the Trustbusters, which was Reeves Kay and Sonny Kiss, who made her debut on ROH. And I tell you, this is the kind of thing that we also should be doing. Introduce me to some new faces, but also get those faces back who deserve more opportunities. Wonderful to see, Sally. Vincent and Dutch also came out here, and this made me laugh, because the commentators just told us what the story was, which I do appreciate. They were like, well, I would ignore everybody else in the ring because I believe they're looking at Stu Grayson. How the hell they're able to work that out, I don't know. But I am intrigued about what's going on here. We've been doing this for a couple of weeks now. I mean, do they just want to be his buddy? Because if so, Stu don't look interested at all. Kay made sure to use this distraction to get the jump on evil Uno. When Sonny Kiss got in there, basically did a handspring slap. I was like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. Grayson eventually got the tag, and man, does he just zoom around. He has to be in the conversation for someone that has one of the best hot tags. I mean, you've got him, you've got Johnny Hungy, and you probably have to put Claudio Castagnoli in there too. And man, this electric chair power bomb, I'm going to run and give you a power driver kick thing that the Dark Order do. Their Mortal Kombat combo. No wonder it always works. And they smashed it out, and they got the one, two, three. And again, they're just a damn good tag team. I think we should be doing more with them. And it's the same for the Trustbusters in this specific pairing. So the whole point of this was to set up something between the Dark Order and the Righteous. But what it is, I don't know. I mean, absolutely do not take Stu Grayson out of the Dark Order. If anything, we should reignite the Dark Order harder than ever before they go on some kind of lovely ride. There's a movie you could make. I would certainly tune in up. It was good. Christopher Daniels then checked in to let us know what is next. And he was all like, "Meh, can't hit rock bottom here. Not a lot is going on for a while. So I've got an idea. (laughs) Why don't I take on Samoa Joe? I was like, Chris, what are you doing? I mean, that is like being scared of the water, tying a brick to your leg and then going swimming. It ain't going to work. But look, Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels have such an amazing history. that if we do do this on ROH TV next week, am I going to be excited? Let's talk to the finger of power. The answer is yes. Which is when out came Sky Blue. And she was taking on Dia And as I tell you all the time, you should absolutely go out your way to watch Sky Blue. Because in front of your eyes, you will see her getting better and better and better. And that was the case here too. She was flipping in the fly. It also kind of feels like we are using Ring of Honor as an experience grounding for her. Which is really smart. When she hit this top rope crossbody, I was like, well that makes sense. Because her name is Sky Blue. And she flew through the sky. I don't know, I'm running out of lines. She did prove that she watches wrestling, though, because after she had been jumped on the ring apron, the hardest part of the ring, Diamante tried to win with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roller. When that failed, do you know what Sky Blue did? She got out of it. She also hit her own most devastating move in all of sport. entertainment and got the three. So don't come at me in the comments saying, Simon, it's not the most devastating move. It definitely is. If you work out ratio and percentages, it's going to be right up there. Now, I also do agree with you. Couldn't she have just won with her code blue? Yes. What are you going to do? The best part is that Athena arrived afterwards and basically stomped on her hat. I was like, man, that may piss Jake Hagar off. but I don't think it's going to annoy anyone else. But look what we've done now. I bet we do Sky Blue versus Athena in a proving ground match. And even though Athena has won all the other ones, Sky will get this one. Then we can do the match. Maybe you even make Sky Blue the champion. I mean, why the flub not? Let's put a rocket to her. Because, again, she'll fly through the sky. It's going to give it an up. Goodbye. Everyone too is trying to get on Ring of Honor TV because the firm are absolutely making their home. Because Lee Moriarty was out with Big Bill, whose name is Bill, and he's really, really big. And they were taking on Rocky Romero. I was like, what a wonderful surprise. Lee was in his hometown as well, I think, so he did get a good response. And this Rocky dude, he is such an underrated talent. Like, because he's been around for so long, people don't talk about him enough. That man can go. Of course, Big Bill was casting distraction the whole time because he is a mega asshole. And towards the end, he just grabbed Rocky Romero and threw him into the ring apron. And he didn't throw him flat. He threw it so his back basically contorted. And I was like, Bill, you're not a nice man, but you are tall. Before this too, he also threw him into Barry Barricade. So man, am I getting sick of this. Because bring it down. There is the Justice for Barry counter. And it goes up to nine. Nine incidents... And it's only been a week, so I'm going to ring the cops, even though they're not going to care. Later on, they were both trying to rip each other's limbs off too. Like they were actually grabbing at arms, hoping they were going to come off. So these guys are a little bit strange, but look, because old William had been such a goober, eventually Moriarty hit that leg lariat, which does look good. That's a good finisher. I like it. And he got the one, two, three. And afterwards, Rocky was like, well, that sucks. Why did nobody help me? So, but because these guys were so sneaky he has now said next week why don't we do a pure rules match then this thing can be pure and you know what i'll absolutely take this again they have great chemistry which uh, is when we got to our main event ring of honor went stupid because it was blake christian versus gringo loco and all you need to know is that if you've ever seen these two guys perform they're absolutely nuts they're absolutely crazy they did everything here and it was pretty damn fabulous. I mean, the dives, the spear on the apron, the Fosbury flops, the power bombs, the springboards, (laughs) they were just leaping around the place. I made it so effortless and so easy that I felt less of a man. That's right, I was like, well, I'm not as good as anything as they are at this. What do I have to do? We also got this insane modified Spanish fly that you absolutely have to check out. In fact, that's your homework. When Blake Christian just leaped up onto the ropes and did that springboard 450 he did, and he got the one, two, three. And this loco dude was about halfway across the ring. I was like, there's no way. There's no way he can do it. And he did. Let's get a round of applause. And look, I've zoomed through that one, but it's a waste of time. Just go and watch it for yourself. It is laugh out loud funny because they're just so damn good. So, of course, it is going to get an up. And that brought us to a very, very quick episode of Ring of Honor TV. I've already made my thoughts clear with the down. But look, it always makes me feel jolly like Santa Claus <laughs> by the end of it. Can't get mad at that. Up. Now, please do watch another video that will be on the screen now and check out Dynamite Ups and Downs to see what I thought about this week's AEW. It all ties in. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. You can also check it out at whatculture.com and you can find us on social media. whatculturewwe, Culture WWE, SimonMiller316. But ultimately, just have a good day. Support wrestling, support YouTube, support yourself. It's the most important one. See you soon.